Hello and welcome to What's the Story Ghost. I'm your host Annette. And I'm Stephen. And today we are on episode 63. Lucky B. There was no bingo reference. You had to find something in there. Um, today we are not going anywhere. We are going to cover another myth uh, or mythology or what? what's the word I'm supposed to use? Greek mythology, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but uh, she is not a goddess. I always thought she was a goddess. She is not a goddess. Uh, we crack on? Crack on. Inspiration for episodes comes in the weirdest of ways. It's kind of why I keep falling down rabbit holes. But if I told you how I come up with the episodes sometimes, you'd never know how I got to the subject based on what I started with. Let me explain. I was watching Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief a few weeks back. In fact, it was a big reason why I decided to cover the kidnapping of Persephone. Played in the movie by Rosario Dawson, who, FYI, is a badass in the movie and her respective career. It made me think of all the other huge actors that starred in the movie. And then I remembered Uma Thurman. In Percy Jackson, she plays the character Medusa, who I always thought was a monster. A woman born evil, not to be trifled with. One look at her and you would turn to stone. So you have to keep your eyes closed if she was near. All in all, bad news. And then... For once, I kept up to date with Netflix trends and watched Wednesday. Unlike Stranger Things, where I was six years behind everyone else, but I digress. Anyway, Enid is giving Wednesday a Mean Girls kind of tour of the courtyard, telling her who everyone is. Mean Girls as in the movie Stephen has never seen. Uh, She's not being a mean girl. Nevermore is specifically for outcasts, but there is still a hierarchy. There are fangs, furs, skins and stoners. Or vampires, werewolves, sirens and gorgons. Spoiler alert. When I watched the episode where Enid was meant to meet her crush Ajax, but he accidentally turned himself to stone temporarily, thank God, it made me wonder about the gorgon legend. Because according to the series, the character Ajax didn't actually want to turn anyone to stone. So I said I would go back and read up a bit more on Medusa. You know, give the girl the benefit of the doubt. And ironically, Medusa's story opened my eyes. Known by most as a villain, hunted by many warriors looking to adorn their mantle with her head as a trophy, Medusa's story is actually quite sad, depending on the legend you read. Medusa was not always a monster. In fact, she was the polar opposite. The only mortal of three sisters, daughters of Phorcys and Quito, who were two of the primordial sea gods, Medusa was known for her beauty. She was sought after by many, but her intention was to become a priestess in the temple of Athena, the goddess of wisdom and war. So out of respect for her, Medusa remained pure, i.e. a virgin. Thousands would visit the temple of Athena, but it would actually be to catch a glimpse of the beautiful Medusa. Some claimed that even her hair rivaled that of Athena, And believe you me, gorgeous locks to a girl are everything, so it wasn't long before the Greek goddess became jealous. One day, while Medusa took a walk along the shore, contemplating life and, you know, minding her own business, she caught the attention of the god of the sea, Poseidon. It's said that he was instantly infatuated with her. Now, Webster's Dictionary defines infatuation as being filled with or marked by a foolish or extravagant love or admiration. Nowhere in there does it say, I like you, therefore I am allowed to have you. Medusa was said to have rebuffed Poseidon on more than a few occasions. 
because she knew if she wished to remain the priestess of Athena's temple, she had to retain her virginity. Or maybe she just didn't think he was all that. But either way, the message of no means no was absolutely lost on Poseidon. After growing tired of Medusa's persistent rejection, Poseidon decided he would take what he wanted by force if necessary. Medusa, learning of Poseidon's plan, runs to Athena's temple in fear for her life, hoping that the goddess Athena, whom she pledged her life, would offer her protection. But no protection ever came. Medusa was no match for the god of the sea. She was but a mere mortal. So Poseidon stole Medusa's virginity. Unfortunately for Medusa, she got caught in the middle of a vicious conflict between Poseidon and Athena. Poseidon viewed Medusa as nothing more than a possession of Athena's that he could just take. As I said, it was infatuation, not love. Now, some stories say that Poseidon attacked Medusa. Others say that it was a love affair. Either way, when Athena did show up, she was furious. I'm not sure if it was because Poseidon took something pure from her or because it happened in her sacred temple, but what I do know is that the punishment was not dished out to Poseidon. It's okay to be involved in a vicious conflict with another god, but punishing another god, especially a god such as Poseidon, was considered unthinkable, so Athena cursed Medusa. Medusa's hair, which fueled a great deal of Athena's jealousy, was transformed into a head of venomous snakes and it's said that one look into her eyes would leave one petrified and turned to stone. Some stories say Medusa retained her beautiful face. One myth states that it was her great beauty, not her ugliness, that paralysed all observers. Her monstrous form is believed by some scholars to represent a partially decomposed human skull, with teeth beginning to show through decaying lips. When she is depicted in art, usually only her head is shown. She has a broad face, sometimes with tusks and snakes for hair. In some imagery, she has fangs, a forked tongue and bulging eyes. So it's no wonder that when news spread of what Medusa had become, she became the vixen to vanquish to every hunter, warrior or man looking to prove his mettle. But all that tried failed and were turned to stone until the hero Perseus, son of Zeus, was sent to take on Medusa, bringing home her head as a trophy. This was no simple task, so Perseus required help. He was given a helmet from Hades, the god of the underworld, which made him invisible to Medusa, winged sandals from Hermes, the god of war, or speed, or something, he's a complex character, but the sandals were to aid him to get to Medusa. Athena gave Perseus a bronze shield, said to be polished so well that it would reflect the gaze of Medusa. Lastly, he was given a sword, I'm not sure who by, but I suppose it completed the outfit. That and the sword was said to be sharp enough to cut off Medusa's head. With the arsenal of divine weapons and accessories gifted to Perseus, he was able to behead Medusa. He would use her severed head to aid him in other adventures, as her ability didn't die just because she did. But despite stories of Medusa being a horrible monster in death, she is seen as a symbol of good as her head was used as an amulet of protection to keep evil away. How the symbol of designer and fashion icon Versace is a Medusa head. According to the Design House, it was chosen because she represents beauty, art and philosophy. There are many parts to this story that are so sad. They don't call them Greek tragedies for no reason. 
but the story goes that when Medusa died, she was pregnant with the offspring of Poseidon. I say offspring rather than child, not to be unkind, but because according to the story, from Medusa's severed neck sprung a winged steed. We know him as Pegasus. Greek mythology may seem crazy, but hey, Khaleesi was the mother of dragons. Medusa is probably one of the most misunderstood characters in Greek mythology. While she was regarded as a cruel monster, she had nothing but good intentions and trusted in the goddess Athena, who ultimately failed her and punished her for actions that were out of her control. It just goes to show, even the gods who pride themselves on being above sin can fall from grace every now and then. What do you think of that story? That was a great story. Wasn't it really good? It was actually really interesting. I was it anything like you thought? I was trying to... Do you know what I was trying to compare it to? Go on. Hercules. Yeah. Yeah, there's some things in there that are like, ooh. And the, the, the little winged sandals. is like, Danny DeVito has winged sandals. In what? He's... Who does he play? Who does Danny DeVito... Oh my God, he does in Hercules. Sorry, I thought you meant a normal movie. I was like, what fiction has he been in? <laughs> Danny DeVito would, would play. He was a satyr. I know it's a really kiddish movie, but it's actually really good. And it really made me think... I suppose that's probably why they do it. They they make movies like these to get kids interested and then the more they learn about it, they're mm. like, oh, the movie lied. And I'm like, yeah, but they made you read about it. Mm. Secretly educating children all over the world. Um, yeah, I just thought, there's, there's a couple of different versions. There was one version that I read, but it was very, it was like n- nobody trusted the source, so it wasn't widely used that it was a love yeah. affair between the two. And when Athena showed up, she was obviously furious because this love affair had happened in her temple. Athena was the god of... She's the goddess of wisdom and war, which is ironic because the two kind of contradict each other. But Percy Jackson in the movie makes sense because it was the hero Perseus who was sent to vanquish Medusa and Percy Jackson was the one who chopped off her head. I kind of went down this wiggly windy road of reading about all these Greek mythology. What I thought were... like I thought Medusa was... um, I don't know, I thought she was like the Ursula from yeah. I thought she was that I thought she might have been a deity uh, maybe she, not a god but I thought she just sounds like a misunderstood a very unlucky woman who she know a fault of her own and I'm using the word very lightly because I'm aware that we have yeah. youths but she was assaulted yeah and somebody got upset couldn't blame the assaulter so blame the victim blame the victim yeah. and, and then, then cursed her and cursed her and then she's got snakes on her head forevermore until somebody but chopped it this off this is jealousy this is what I'm saying to you when a girl finds out somebody else has better skin complexion to them and they're always thought oh my god my mum used to say to me your skin is like alabaster it's like a type of mineral it was like really pure and just mm. really pretty if I saw somebody else who had nicer skin than me I think a lot of it was down to jealousy um, I mean envy is one of the seven deadly sins let's be honest. oh we'll, we'll have to cover that on another episode because there's a whole bunch of stuff there that I didn't even realise was classed as sins like what, or, uh, one of them is um, like this need to have possessions and I'm like that pretty much speaks to like half the population but okay um, but as soon as somebody else turned around and said oh her hair is prettier than her hair or her hips are curvier or whatever it is that you thought you were really happy with about yourself and then someone turns around and says somebody else has it nicer than yours like she wasn't a god she may not have even been a deity she was a mortal in comparison to her two sisters but she was just like an average joe and what goddess wants to be told oh by the way that average joe from down the road has nicer hair than you Mm. so of course that's the thing that she pinpointed speaking of the seven deadly sins do you remember 
I thought you were going to talk about the seven dwarfs take one no <laughs> I don't think Magnum brought out a series of seven deadly dwarfs <laughs> do you remember Magnum brought out the seven deadly sins and it was they, seven different types of Magnums please don't tell me like you're older than me you should remember that I remember when Guinness done stuff like that and they like different Guinness and Guinness extra cold did and Guinness know? oh okay I they thought it was based the, on the sins like oh no they didn't no 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 Magnum brought out a range where it was like envy and it was something like mid chocolate I was like yeah that's me I'll have all of that I actually don't know if that's the one it was but um, Gluttony I imagine was probably the last one to come out and then they were like haha we made you eat all our ice creams yeah have you any characters for me a couple really uh, five or six well done <laughs> uh, Medusa now bear with me I'm going with a bit of a weird cast here okay Renee Zellweger okay yeah I can see that but Poseidon uh-huh. uh huh Jim Carrey that's so dysfunctional isn't it because didn't they play in a movie together before me myself and Irene but Jim, <laughs> Jim Carrey played like two different people in it oh he had okay he yeah he had the idea yeah uh, Athena yes War and Wisdom yeah Kathy Bates of course yes because she is conflicted about welcome that. back Kathy we missed you <laughs> Perseus give me a bit of it what is Perseus Perseus is the hero that goes and vanquishes Medusa okay that's one way of looking at it otherwise it's just he's the god of he's sorry he's Zeus's son yeah 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 Okay. Well, I was thinking of with the the winglet anklet things, and I was the boots. Like, yeah, yeah, and I was like, well, it's got to be Danny DeVito. Okay. <laughs> this is this is a this is a mad cast. Is this Danny DeVito now or young Danny DeVito? Because I think I it would be a really cute role for now, Danny DeVito. Yeah, let's go now. Let's go now, Danny. <laughs> Fresh off the set of Always Sully and Philadelphia. Just about yeah. to say, yeah. And then Pegasus. It's got to be Eddie Murphy because he's had he's he's have he has an acting experience of uh, in the donkey like, like yes yes yeah, yes yeah, yes yeah. yes yes. I love it. That's actually a really good cast. It's very hard for me to see anyone other than Uma Thurman playing Medusa, but that's just because... Yeah, I heard you say Uma Thurman and I have to pick someone else. You do have to pick someone else though because yeah. it's good for me to try and picture somebody else in that role, but yeah. I mean, sometimes I just can't. I think she uh, she played it really well. In fact, Percy Jackson had a load of people in it because remember I was saying this to you the other day? You would know him as Dr. Hunt. He yeah. played Poseidon and Percy Jackson. Oh, okay. Yeah. And Ned Stark ironic how I can remember all these people's characters names but I can't remember their actual names yeah. but Ned Stark played oh I want to say Zeus I think it was Zeus and Poseidon okay. that were fighting um, there was tons of people really 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 good cast uh, not Mel Gibson who is it oh Jesus he played loads of James Bond Pierce, Br- Pierce Brosnan <laughs> I nearly said Pierce Morgan <laughs> Pierce Brosnan is in it he is not a satyr he is a manator which is the one with the body of a human and no sorry the torso, torso up I mean, and then monitor, torso down monitor, is uh, yeah. no a minotaur is uh, like a, a, a monster creature <laughs> this is centaur was he a centaur I have no idea <laughs> I'm still laughing at my joke I know it was very good it's very good um, I didn't fall down a rabbit hole I had hoped to have a Christmas bonus episode but this week has just been absolute carnage it's just been really messy but every, I think everybody's kind of feeling a bit of like seasonal sicknesses kind of roaming through the houses and stuff um, I, as much as I would love to get a Christmas special out I probably won't be able to because there's just not enough hours in the day Stephen there's not really so have a good Christmas everybody. yeah have See an absolutely fantastic Christmas we will probably take a little bit of a break uh, we're hoping to maybe be back back on the air um, early to mid January it'll probably be mid January we finish up there yeah finish up say words you just sounded loads more Crack up, say a thing, do your words.
I don't know which one of them I like more so we're just going to leave all of them in yeah, yeah. so thank you so much for listening to today's episode if you have any questions or queries feel free to DM us on our Instagram it's what's the story ghost if you have any personal stories you would like to share you can email them to us at what's the story ghost at gmail.com I will include all of the links that I used for today's episode in the description and those are all my words exit jingle exit jingle jingle bell Batman <laughs> smells Robin laid an egg Batmobile. Oh, you're still going. Wheel, <laughs> and Joker got away. Hey. Bye. I, didn't I know. forgot that. I, I forgot didn't know that if you were going to do the, the me, whole thing. You were giving me that look to say I didn't do the washing again. <laughs> and I was like, I, I did some of it earlier.